Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Well, can you believe it, everyone? It's Mysterious Mike's birthday week. Woo! Happy birthday to you. Okay, I won't sing the whole song. Anyways, Mysterious Mike Talent turned 49 this week. Uh, he's an old man. He's a super old man. So uh, I just had to get out there and put it out there right up front. Wow, dude. Thanks for that. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was my, uh, it's my birthday week. So I'm older. I'm feeling very seasoned. Yeah, with salt and pepper? Yeah, yeah, mostly just salt. Not a, you know, I'm not very spicy, but I'm very salty. Dude, that okay, so not to start off off topic right off the bat, but when I'm out running around trying to get listing appointments and stuff, people think I'm like 50 or 60. I know I lived a hard life, but the problem that's fucking me over is that I have a lot of gray hair and I have a really gray beard. I am not that old, but I get it all the time. I think I might have to start dyeing my hair because this is fucking ludicrous. Yeah, dude, you're going to go just for men like in your, in your beard, you know, get get rid of that gray? Touch of gray. That's what I'm thinking. Touch oh, of gray. Touch gray, yes. Yeah, I'm thinking that honestly because if I shaved my beard off, everyone would be like, "Oh my god, you look like a 20-year-old." But because I like the beard, and certain people in my life like the beard, and I'm lazy, I'm going to keep it, but I think I should start dyeing it. Anyways, all right, Mike, I'll get on with the show. I know you are limited on time because it is your birthday celebration week. You need to hurry up and get to the hookers and blow. So, Mike, Real Film Nerds episode number 315. It was your pick last week. I kind of pushed you in this direction. I don't care. I think it was worth it. We're watching a film, an Academy Award-winning film, RRR. Mike, why don't you go ahead and give us the rundown okay i'm apologizing in advance for how badly i'm going to butcher everybody's name uh this is an india uh, indian movie and there's uh, lots of indian stars and uh, their names i'm sure i'm just gonna mess it all up so with that said uh rrr or uh rise roar revolt uh was directed by ss Rajimoli. Uh, it was written by Vijandra Parsad, S.S. Ramoli, uh, C. Mad Madhav Burra, and Madden Karki. And this movie is starring N.T. Rama Rao Jr., Ram Charan, A.J. Steven, Ali Bat, Olivia Morris, uh, Shira San, and Ray Stevenson, and Allison uh, Duty. That's totally Duty. Her last <laughs> name is Duty. <laughs> All right. And uh, this is a fictitious story about two legendary revolutionaries and their journey away from home before they started fighting for their country in the 1920s. All right, Mike. So, RRR is one very, very long film. Three hours and seven minutes. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane, but it has a lot of story to cover, and it covers a lot of it quickly. Like, sometimes... I don't know, like, I, I don't know if this is an Indian-type style or if it was just this movie, but, like, sometimes it was very, very quick. It was, like, just show the thing, cut, show the next thing, cut, and then other times it was a little bit more drawn out. So, I mean, I don't want to spoil it quite yet, Matt. I, I, I don't know. I could talk about some generalities of some of the scenes, but um, I felt like sometimes it was very quick, like... Uh, I guess I'm used to our American style where things are a little slower sometimes, but like this movie was like quick and to the point sometimes. And you're just like, Whoa, it's okay. That's, that's over next. <laughs> like I would agree except for certain scenes, certain things and certain scenes seem more drawn out and how they probably don't even need to be in the film. Like at all. 
but there's a lot of things that I think are very important to the story. And it's interesting the way they told them. Again, I'm trying to do like you and not spoil it a whole lot, but um, let's just stick with our generalities. Yeah. I but, thought, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. But overall, man, I love the way this movie was filmed. I thought it was beautiful. Um, There's lots of color. It was, it was neat. It was just a, it was a very pretty movie to watch. The lighting and the cinematography was spot on. It was so good. It was almost digital like or fake in a way because the lighting is like literally perfect in like every single scene, which is a little weird, but makes for a very beautiful film. I mean, they're like in the center of a forest, like fight scenes and like shits going on multiple times. And the lighting is like perfect. Like it's not dark. There's no shadows. It's like perfect. And that's a little, (laughs) being a photographer, that's a little like, wow. Okay. So that's not how that really looks. All right. So that's what we're doing now. I don't hate it, but it's a little bit in your face. Yeah. Um, I will also compliment. I I loved most of the action in this movie. There there is uh, some wire work, but I think for the most part, I really liked the uh, the action. I thought it was well well executed. Um, <laughs> Matt, you're you're not going to believe the next words out of my, my my mouth. I really liked the dancing scenes. No, I can believe that. You, I know you're a fan. Maybe fan is a strong word. I know you enjoy musicals. I don't. Um, I liked the choreography and the dancing, especially there's, how can I say this without ruining it? There's like fight dancing, I guess is a good way to put it. That was absolutely insane. I literally don't know how they stayed up. Like, especially for how long it went on. And to think they probably did multiple takes, I have no clue. They are superhuman. Like, I can barely stay vertical just walking. Yeah, no, I I think I know which scene you're talking about, Matt, and it was super, super impressive. Um, Yeah, so I was, you know, I didn't really know what we were getting into with this movie, and I was pleasantly surprised. I will say one thing that was a little interesting with the start of this movie. uh, You can stream this movie for our listeners uh, on Netflix currently. And uh, that that's how I watched it. And at the beginning, it has like a like big warning about how this is a uh, fictional characters, although it's like real events and they are real characters. But like what happens in the movie, it's like a, a reimagining of, of history. And then um, it talked about the, the animals in the movie were all there's no animals harmed. Um, that was interesting. I think they've had a lot of controversy around it. So speaking of, you know, how we're going to name this, I'm calling this a tributary because the only way you can watch it in the U.S. is on a streaming service, not in the theater. It is not rated at all. So I'm considering it a streaming only film, even though it was released in the theaters in other countries. And it's Netflix's biggest hit, I think, going for the past year uh, on streaming worldwide because everybody is just enjoying this movie um it is extremely loosely based on fictional i mean yeah non-fictional events and non-fictional characters but the two main character revolutionaries is kind of a what-if story because these two revolutionary characters are real they existed they lived they were revolutionaries. They never met each other. They never worked together. And they need to, never did any of that stuff. And it's kind of like a, what if they did, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I really like the story, Matt, without getting into very much detail. Uh, both of our main characters had very strong presences on the screen. And then their stories were both good and highly mo- motivating uh one of our characters we don't really find out what his uh backstory is until much later on in the movie like maybe two hours or so but still there's like this mystique to him so you figure there's something something's driving him and then when they show you you're like oh well yeah that makes sense so like it was uh i don't know i thought it was i thought it was good the way that they did the story 
No, I agree. Uh, the story is very good. It's not my favorite part of the film. It's my second favorite part of the film. Uh, your favorite part of the film is clearly the dancing. Second is story. My favorite part of the film, I have one specific scene I'm not going to spoil, but uh, I loved the action. I, I, I don't want to say that it's like John Wick style because it's not because it's kind of over the top. But the way they did the action is so well done. It reminds me of John Wick, even though it's not John Wick. Like it isn't like it's not a whole bunch of guns and shooting and constant killing. It's just really done well. Yeah, no, it was it was really well well done, man. I I can see, uh, Matt. I believe this is the most expensive uh, movie ever produced out of uh, uh, Bollywood or India. Well, so Mike, Mike, let me correct you on that. Oh. The the directors and the writer of this, I do believe, do not consider this a Bollywood film. Oh, okay. It is an Indian film. It is not Bollywood. All right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, but I think it was the most expensive movie that they've ever produced out of India, like uh, for like a budget, and it's awesome. So i I think I think they have a bright future if they continue to make some of these movies. I, I don't know. I can see a big broad peel, like you were saying, for like the whole world. That's awesome. Dude, it's great. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. Uh, soup to nuts. You know, the story, the acting, um, the cinematography, everything I think was fantastic. I have some issues. We will get to those in spoilers. But, uh, Mike, um, I, I think it's I, – I, I can't believe I have to keep reminding you this. Mike, it's time for one of your favorite sections. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, you know uh, – I was just eager to talk about the movie, but not spoil it. But now it's time to move towards spoilers. So, Matt, what are you drinking this fine morning, evening, afternoon? <sighs> Mike, I only have a handful of these left. Uh, and they're not tasting bad, but they're not perfect. I actually have a t another 12-pack. But uh, I'm drinking one of my few Sam Adam Oktoberfests I have. <laughs> okay. That's cool, man. Uh, soon you'll be able to get some more. I think they come out in, what, June now? I wish. No, if I'm lucky, they come out late August. I was just, I was just joshing you. So, Mike, in celebration of your 49th birthday, uh, what beer are you drinking? Uh, so I'm, I'm actually finishing off uh, Mag's beer because she was uh, um, done with her beer. Uh, it is The Answer is Cake. And it is an imperial stout with chocolate raspberries and lactose. Dude, that sounds like a super dessert beer. Is it really heavy? Oh, yeah, it's real heavy. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, especially being an imperial stout and that sweet. Yeah, dude, you're drinking your dessert. Yeah, it's great. Okay, Mike, so uh, time for my least favorite part of the podcast. Mike, what is this week's dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. Dude, I think you're going to like this one. It's it's light. It's funny. I don't know. I think you'll like it. I hate when my wife gets mad at me for being lazy. It's not like I did anything. That's your dad joke? Yeah. Oh, jeez. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible, Mike. Terrible. Mags, I apologize for that joke and all the pygmies in South America. <laughs> I think that's what the cable guy says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Mike, I know better. You do a lot of things. So it's not real. It's just a joke or a statement, shall I say. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a statement. But, hey, you know, it's a good it's a good statement, right? Here, it works. Here, 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 I got another one, Matt. Here we go. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I had a... I have a lot of unemployment jokes, but none of them work. <laughs> yeah. See, that's better. It's still <laughs> just a statement, though. But yeah, I got it. I got it. Hey, um, speaking of that, uh, Mike, are you wearing your birthday present that I got you? Uh, not at the moment, Matt. Uh, I did wear it uh, uh, all uh, yesterday. It was uh, fun. The kids, the kids enjoyed it a lot. I don't know if I'm ever actually going to get it back from the kids, but at least I got to wear it for a few minutes. I was very concerned that they weren't going to fit. Uh, why don't you tell us, our listeners, what I got you for your birthday? I thought it was cool. 
You got me some shark uh, slippers for like like you know you wake up and your feet are cold. It's like those. They're uh, they're pretty cool looking. Uh, Matt, I'll send you some pictures of me like eating the sh- the kids with the sh- the shark slippers. <laughs> yeah, I dude, I I'm getting to the point where like I don't want to get you something like serious or whatever. I got you something fun that I think everyone would enjoy, and I thought that was cool. You know, I saw those and I'm like, oh yeah, I got to get those for Mike. Yeah, no, no, it was good. It was good. It was, it was, uh, every, everybody enjoyed it. Um, Flynn always enjoys, uh, he also enjoyed helping me blow out candles on cake and eating cake. Well, he is re- related to you, Mike. He loves food. So I'm sure he had no problem eating half the cake. Well, it wasn't until this, this, his third birthday that he actually ate cake, but, uh, I think he's, he's a fan now. I think cake is his his friend wow not until his third birthday jeez that kid was missing out that poor child yeah those first two cakes you know mommy and daddy had to take one for the team and eat them all well i understand i understand okay mike so last bit then we can start spoiling because i know you need to go to bed because uh all the hookers and blow have taken it out of you uh mike even though i found it I still am going to ask you, how does RRR relate to the Marvel Semantic Universe? All right, Matt. Thanks for asking. Uh, I thought it would be a tough one for this one, but it was actually not terrible. Matt did find this one. It is... uh, uh, Ray Stevenson, uh, which was our main uh, protagonist in this uh, movie, uh, uh, he uh, was in the movie uh, Thor. The was it the Dark Thor? The Dark Thor, yeah, Dark World, Thor, Dark World, yeah. And I think it was in Ragnarok for like a split second. Yeah, he's in Thor Ragnarok as well, and he played uh, Volstag, which is the guy with like. The red hair, red beard, and doesn't even look like the character in this. The character he played in R R R. Yeah, yeah, he's a a very well known actor who's also in the other guys and a bunch of other stuff. And yeah, they had they had a couple of really big names in this film. So, okay, so that means we now can spoil it. Uh, if you want to not have R R R spoiled, uh, now is the time to turn off the podcast if you don't care then keep listening mike i will let you go first because i'm a gentleman so ladies first all right well matt uh thanks for that um (laughs) i think uh, i think i want to bring up so like in the beginning of the movie uh i felt like some of the stuff was super super fast but that like um a lot of the cuts and like kind of what's happening um like uh one of our main characters uh sister gets taken by the the evil british and uh then that starts upon a lot of events but the um there was this long like bromance montage that <laughs> i thought was kind of funny with them like becoming friends our two main characters dude that shit was great you didn't like it you thought it was too long no, no, I liked it. It was just funny that they spent so much time on that because up until that point, I think it was like really, really fast, like cutscenes. Like even when they like um, they rescued the kid from the bridge or whatever the the like that was in the water, and that was like how they met each other. Dude, that shit was amazing. That was such a good stunt. I'm sure it was not real at all, but I loved that action scene. That was so cool. But yes, uh, I understand. I see what you're getting at. I think that it was really fast at the beginning, introducing us to the three R's and why the film is called what it is called. Uh, and then, yeah, they start slowing down a little bit. There's things that I definitely think they could have cut back on or made them shorter scenes because I mean, three hours and seven minutes, dude. It, I mean, it was a long movie. It, I, I think it was entertaining. I wasn't bored through the whole time, but I just kept going, holy crap, dude, how long is this thing? 
It just kept going and going and going. That's my one complaint with the film is how long it is. That and my other complaint with the film is the CGI. The CGI is just rough, but it is what it is. Some of it looks pretty good. Some of it looks really bad, but it is what it is, man. I'm not going to slam them for it because it's not like they're paying a gajillion dollars to Lucasfilm to do it, you know? Yeah, I I think... I think they did a really good job with the CGI. It's not it's not always the best or whatever, but it got the point across for most of the stuff. Some of the animal things looked a little weird, but I mean, most of it looked pretty good, man. Like the epic scene when they like crash the uh, the governor's was mansion or governor's estate, whatever the. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's a governor either, but yeah, well, the the English gentleman that's in charge. Yeah, well, whatever his his title is, I'm not sure, but like, yeah, the the big big honcho. Um, I thought that scene was awesome. There, there's just so many awesome scenes in this movie. I don't know, like it was just, and it kind of keeps building up to more. You're like, I I can't believe there's gonna be another one. Like, yeah, yeah, I well, and that's one of the things that I don't know if I want to say it's a complaint, but like that animals that scene where they just wipe everybody out at this party with animals, or not everybody, but a chunk. Like, that would have been, like, a great movie ending scene. Like, there's probably four or five of those where you're like, man, there is no way this movie can get get any better than this. And somehow they do. My favorite yep. scene of the whole thing, action scene, is I love when they're doing the chicken fighting action scene. Like, the dude's legs are all jacked up and he can't walk, so he picks them up and carries them. And they kick all this ass as like it's like something out of like South Park or something having two people on top of each other with an action scene it was just absolutely incredible I have no clue how they did that because I really do believe that one dude was on top of the other dude's shoulders I do believe that I don't think that was CGI at all I don't I don't know how they did it either man because like the balance it would take to like do the like when he leans back and even pretends to fire these guns that probably weigh or I mean if they were even slightly realistic would weigh a lot like dude i don't know man he was crazy yeah and they're doing stunts they're running around they're shooting guns now the stunt where they like jump through like shit obviously that's like cgi and all that but there's some legitimate stunts that you can tell they are doing it and i'm just like how the hell are they doing this i've done chicken fighting in the pool that's about as far as i can go because that shit starts falling over you know but they did it in the real world i just am amazed by that whole scene second favorite is the one that you talked about with the animals attacking everything that action scene was absolutely out of this world oh yeah dude it was awesome like even they had that like fire and water sequence with there was like fireworks in the background oh dude i was like Dude, this is awesome. Like, visually, this movie is just insane. Even if those fireworks weren't there and they were added in post, it still looked just awesome. Like, I don't care, dude. It was amazing. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I, I highly recommend, if you have the time, that everybody needs to see this movie. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It's a very good movie. What, what do you think about how it uh, painted the British Empire, man? Woo. Uh, you know... So one of my favorite classes I took in college for fun, if you can believe that, for fun. And I think it was a summer class, so it was accelerated too. Maybe it wasn't a summer class. I don't remember. But uh, it was the history of the British Empire. Oh, geez. And it was insane. But it was one of my favorite history classes I took as an elective, people. Not because i had to because i wanted to that's how much i like history and it was fantastic it helped me finish my his get a history minor by the way but um yeah the british empire was awful and i 100 believe that 90 percent of the shit the british people in this film portray probably really went down because they didn't care. They were all about trying to control the world and running the world. And that's a fact. And the first real oppression to the British Empire was the American colonies. Everybody tried, but no one succeeded. The American colonies were the really kind of the first ones that started pushing back hard against the British Empire. Wow. 
Okay. All right. I mean, it was just, uh, they paint them in such a, like a negative light. Most of the movie, except for our one, uh, like, uh, side character, Jenny or whatever. Most of them seem very like, uh, gruff and, and I don't know. It's, it's like nobody wants to be there or whatever. And they're all just, I don't know, terrible to the Indian people. Um, well, you know, I don't mean to make it sound bad, but that's, I think that's very, very realistic. Now, as far as it being the time period, you know, the 20s and the late 1800s, maybe not as gruff then, but when the British Empire was expanding and basically trying to run the world off this little island, yeah, dude, one way they got all this power was by being as gruff and intimidating as they were. Um, The biggest reason why they grew so fast and grew so big is because they had a giant navy. Their navy and their ability to go places and get things and have things that everyone else didn't have and transport troops and whatever is what created the British Empire. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to have a giant navy from, you know, where they're located. Like, how would you get to all these places, man? Yeah, it's this tiny little island, but still they ended up running a bulk of the world at one point in time. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty incredible, man. Pretty incredible. Um, I always thought that, uh, wherever there's uh Britain still has a lot of influence now. It's like, well, there was still money there. So, so it's like, yeah, they, 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 you know, a lot of times they were going for resources or some, some sort of something is, uh, you know, what made them stay in certain areas. I, I feel like, you know, there's there's a reason to stay, right? There was something that benefited the, the empire. Yeah, no, that's how all of uh, colonialism was. That's what all of it was. Uh, you know, India was mostly silks and the different herbs and the different spices and things. Um, everybody knows Vietnam was a French colony for a long time. Why the French wanted it was because of the rice export. You know, um, that's historically what it is uh the the islands uh you know that you and i went to vacation for uh the reason why everyone was fighting all over those islands is because of the sugar cane and the bananas everybody absolutely especially the british they love their sugar man they love that shit so of course they wanted that yeah yep no that makes sense can't make all those sweet pastries and things uh, uh, without without the sugar. Uh, whatever, what are the, what do they have? Their biscuits or whatever. Their little biscuits, things. crumpets, all kinds of things. Crackers, you know, what do they call them? You know, crackers are also considered cookies. And anyways, whatever. Lot lots of stuff, and of course their tea. They love putting sugar in their tea. But but yeah, I mean that's why the British Empire, you know, reached out as far as they did because they basically wanted all these commodities and exports and things for cost i guess is a nice way to put it and then i don't i'm sure there was probably uh slavery at some levels uh i don't know i didn't study a whole lot about that it was more about the expansion and how they got so big so fast and all those things but yeah uh the british you know they're i mean take a look at some of the u.s colonies and stuff we're not the best when we have well we still have colonies to this day uh, we're not probably as bad as the British were, but you know we're not exactly kind. Uh, take a look at Puerto Rico. That's all I got to say. We have we have territories, Matt. Yes, and yeah, they're still uh, yeah, colonies. Yeah. Call them whatever you want. They're colonies. They're, and uh, yeah, I mean, Puerto Rico doesn't want. To, well, they do sometimes. Yeah, that that one's dicey. Yeah, Puerto but Rico's yes. dicey. The is it. The America Samoa is dicey. Uh, Philippines, I think, is kind of, they want to be their own thing, but they don't. I don't know. It, it, it's a totally different world now. Um, I think they like the protection of us, but they don't like having to pay us. I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah, or or allow us to have some, some military bases on, on places. Well, anyway. shit, dude. We have military bases everywhere. Yeah, but it's a little easier when it's our territory. That's true. They don't argue as much. Whereas Japan, you know, that we have bases on Japan, but they're 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 trying to kick us out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody likes their land. Germany's another one. 
I mean, we can, there's a long list. But anyways, okay, let's get back to the film. Um, let's just say that I think the the way they portrayed the British Empire is not that far off. It probably is a little more gruff in the film than in reality, but maybe it's not. How's that? Yeah. Uh, I kind of agree with, there's many times in the movie where they talk about how the cost of the bullet to get it over there was, was, is too expensive and they don't want to waste that on, on, uh, the, uh, locals. So figure out a different way. Um, I kind of felt like they probably would do that. Cause I mean, it does cost a lot to ship all that stuff. Um, so like that seemed very realistic to me. Well, and they did that in the American Southwest as well, or not even Southwest, just in America's expansion with the military, you know, bullets were expensive, you know, they would kill native American women and children and stuff with whatever they could find instead of wasting bullets. If they weren't fighting back, they didn't waste a bullet basically. And that's uh pretty, pretty depressing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think we can move on to get back from that. to the movie. Yes, get back to the yeah. movie, Mike. Go All for right, it. Right, right, all right. Back to the movie. Um, uh, you know, it was a. Uh, I even kind of like the uh, the romance scene uh, between our uh, one of our characters. Um, no, I'm, sh- I'm forgetting his name. Uh, B. Oh, what is it? What is it? Um, be him, beam, beam, b h e e m, beam. Yeah, beam. Uh, beam and the character uh, Jenny. Uh, I like their little romance, but oh, that's one thing I was gonna bring up, Matt. So this movie was dubbed in English, but then there was also English subtitles, which didn't match. So it was kind of confusing sometimes because like the subtitles would say something kind of totally different and then they would say something and I'm like, they're all along the same lines, but it was like totally different. I'm like, uh, what is happening? I I understand what you're saying. I think what they might've done is they might've done the subtitles in normal, like British English. And then when they dubbed it in American English, they did it based on our slang versus British's slang. That's the only thing I can come up with. I don't know, man. It was definitely different because it's like when you listen to it, it was like, I kind of like what they're saying in the dubbed versus what it said in like the subtitles. You're like, that, yeah, that said the same thing kind of, but it sounds better in the dubbed one. Like, like it was more descriptive, I guess. Yeah. Well, there was some things in like the, the, um, captions where it was saying like, like something, God, I'm trying to think of a good example like uh something like the maybe like the king of the pack or something or like the mightiest or something like that and it and in the, like the captions it would say like he's the best or something like that it was really like like two or three words when they use like a whole sentence in the actual dub yeah 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 there were lots of examples of i was like this is a little bit confusing cuz it's like i'm kind of reading the subtitles and listening and it's like uh Okay. Oh, I was doing the exact same thing. I really I really wish I could have seen it in their native tongue and been able to read the subtitles, but I think the dub was better than the subtitles. Yeah. I, I felt like the dub tried to stay closer to maybe maybe our slang or maybe just a, a better interpretation, like a fuller interpretation of how it would translate. I don't know. You know how a lot of things get lost in translation. If you did like direct word for word, like you might have to infer some things like, cause of the way the languages are that you'd be like, well, because he said it like this, it means like ferocious tiger instead of just tiger. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I a hundred percent agree. And uh, so that's why I kind of, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna, I mean, maybe I'll watch it again someday, but uh, you know, oh, I do know they changed some things too. So in the theater, uh, I was reading an article about this. In the theater, they actually had a, a break in between the film. They had like an intermission. So they took that out. Uh, they took a few things out. Oh, and there's something to do with the song, like the very ending song. Like, I don't think it was at the end, 
they put it somewhere else in the film, but they put it at the end for Americans as like kind of like a nice like tidying it up. I I don't know. Oh yeah, talk about the song at the end. I mean, I it was fine. I liked it, but I thought that was the end. And then the movie kind of continues a little longer, and then the characters are back into their like not shaved and like different like like it was like I got a little confused like I guess the the end songs just seem kind of like an ending credits kind of like a like a like a party kind of like I don't know like saying goodbye to everybody who watched the movie but then it wasn't quite over right and I think that was something that Netflix did or the director redid for the benefit of Americans but it just didn't work like, I think if they just had the, like, played all the way to the end and then had that in the the very end of it, like, after the final scenes, I think that would have been fine. I, I don't know. It's just, like, it seemed a little too early. I mean, it's only, like, two more scenes, I think, but, like, it, it just seemed odd. Yeah, okay, so this is what it says here on... IMDb, the Hindi version released on Netflix has some changes made to it. The title card mentioning Rise, Roar, Revolt has been translated to English. The intermission has been removed. The ending song and end credits are played separately, and the overall film is presented in an open mat format as opposed to the theatrical version. Oh, okay. So there you go, Mike. Good catch. It should have been playing during the credits, like you originally intended. All right. Well, that's how I would have liked it. So, anyways, all right, Mike. Well, uh, I don't want to take up too much more of your time because, again, you need to rest and get ready for tomorrow. You know, you got more birthday celebrations tomorrow. Uh, Mike, how many reels do you give RRR? Uh, I'm going to give this one four and a half reels. I really like this movie a lot. See, I was teetering back and forth. If I wanted to do four or four and a half, I stuck with four. Just the two things that I don't like. I don't like the length. The length is just insane. And then uh, the CGI wasn't super great. I think the rest of the film was 100% on point. So I give it a four. Four out of five. Okay, man. That's fine. So, uh, yeah, this was this was a good Good pick that you steered me towards, Matt. Uh, wh- what are we gonna working on next week? Is there is there some sort of assassin guy that just can't catch a break? So, all right, Mike. Um, I need to put this out there. I am returning to the radio station with Lisa Live and Local. Although I don't think she's Lisa Live and Local anymore. It's Lisa Live. Uh, she started her new radio show on a new radio, and it is only talk radio. It is. 1490 AM or 11 something FM. I don't remember, but it's KYCA. They're one of the oldest radio stations here in Prescott. They have a very cool art deco building, but uh, I am going to be going in and talking with her every Friday morning instead of Monday. Now, typically the goal is to review a new film on Thursday night and get up early and go in there and be in there on Friday. So we're starting it out with a bang. Literally. Because this movie is, uh, as Mike alluded to, one we've both been anticipating. I don't think as much as the second or the third film, but definitely still anticipating. We're going to go check out John Wick Chapter 4. Heck yeah, man. I'm excited. So if you want to listen to me on the radio, it's going to be Fridays now, uh, 1490 AM here in Prescott. They do have a website, KYCA. This is the call number. Just look up KYCA Prescott and you will find it. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to try, and if I don't get to the theater on Thursday night, I'm going to watch all the trailers for the new movies and do my best to talk about those instead on Friday mornings. Seems like it might be a lot of homework on Thursdays going on from here on out, but we'll see how this goes. I'm going to give it a shot. If it doesn't work, we'll change. I'll change the day. But right now, that's, that's what's going on. So, John Wick, Chapter 4. All right, man. John Wick, Chapter 4. Dude. That's fun that Lisa's back, um, and uh, I it, it might be a little tough to do the fr- Friday mornings, Matt, but everybody wants to start their Friday off early, right? 
Sure. Why not? But it's TGIF. just... TGIF. I usually go to the theater late on Thursday, so trying to be in and ready to go early on Friday morning is going to be tough. But I think it makes more sense than going in on Mondays because by then everybody's already seen the new releases. If I can go on a Thursday night for the new release and go talk about it on Friday morning, I think it'll hopefully boost our numbers or boost our listenership or something. I don't know. I'm trying, people. I'm trying. You know, Mike, he's too busy to try and promote, so... You know, I'm doing what I can. No, I think you're right, Matt. If if there were people teetering on the edge of whether they should go see it in the theater or whatever, you, you might be able to to swing them over to go see a movie or convince them to see a movie that they would have never wanted to see, like RRR. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to have seen RRR in the theater, but I definitely would have wanted that intermission. Dude, me too, man. I would have had to go pee like no other. But yeah, this would have been amazing in the theater, man. This is a great movie. Yeah, it was really good. I really, really enjoyed it. I remember the last movie I saw with an intermission. Do you, Mike? Uh, I think it was The Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight had an intermission? I don't remember that. It it did if you saw it in the theater on the projector, like the, uh, the old school projector. Um, like the, cause he had the, whatever. The eight millimeter. Oh. No, no, it wasn't eight. eight. Uh, what was it? It was like it was, 40 millimeter. Yeah. It's a weird, weird, it frame was a weird size. format. Yeah. 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 And there was only like a few theaters that had it. I went to the one that had it here in my area and watched it. And I, I believe that was the intermission. Yeah. There was only one in the state of Arizona and it was in Phoenix. So I didn't go. I went to my local theater, which probably would have been up here at Harkins I'm pretty sure but uh the one that I remember I was in New Mexico was uh Planet Terror and uh Death Proof oh so dude there there you go man it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie yeah that was well one of them was Quentin Tarantino that was brutal yeah that was I think you might have even seen it with me weren't you with me uh, I don't know if I saw it with you, but I, I mean, I saw them in the theater cause I remember it was like, they got released as a double feature, but normally like if you wanted to go watch them afterwards, it was like they weren't together. It was like they're separate movies. I only saw it as a double feature, but it played it. So they had two theaters in New Mexico and one was old, like our old theater from back home, R and M. Yeah. And it had those terrible seats. And I just remember my ass hurting for like two days after that. And I, Man. I remember they even let us walk outside to get like exercise between the movies because it was just so brutal. Yeah, man. It's, I'm definitely enjoy the movie theater that I go to now that has the reclining chairs. Oh, it's so nice. Harkins doesn't have it, but I, I still pick Harkins over the other local theater if I can because. They have the updated sound system. The other theater has a sound system from the 90s still. Ah, gotcha. Especially for stuff like John Wick. I'm going to go to Harkins. Oh, yeah, man. You got you to hear that movie. It's a good movie. Well, Matt, I, I, think, I think we've done everything uh, that we're going to do for this pod. So I will let our listeners get back to what they're doing. So, um, thanks for listening, everybody, and make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and uh, we'll catch you on the next pod. John Wick, Chapter 4. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Well, hello, boys and girls, and welcome to another rousing episode of My Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies. I believe we are on episode number six, Sace. That sounds about right. Uh, as you just heard, we are discussing RRR this week. Uh, I don't know what we said because we're recording Ma Hinshaw's segment first this week, so that's kind of weird. So maybe Mike liked it, maybe he didn't, uh, maybe I liked it, maybe I didn't. I don't know. We'll find out. But probably by the time you hear this, you've already found out. So joining me as always, my lovely, crazy, insane, 
sweet, tired mother, Ma Henshaw. Hi, everyone. Ah, there you go. go. See, she does exist. Ma, you watched RRR on Netflix. Go ahead. What do you think of RRR? Yes, I watched all three hours of RRR. I liked it. I thought it was uh, really um, interesting, uh, beautiful, and I see why it won the Academy Award for the best music. I, I was. Uh, 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 it didn't win for best music. It won for best song. Oh, best A song. A singular okay. song, not oh, music, well, not sound, song. Well, that song was great. Well, which and, one was it? Well, I don't know the name. I oh it, hell, you know, but very cool, very very cool. The music was something that uh, young people would really like, um, and it was very intriguing because you, it would go from in the the country to in the city to in the fancy castle place and then it it was really interesting and i liked it there okay so that's all you have to add it went from the country to the city and so nothing else about it you just liked the songs and the music and the dancing and that it was three hours long oh no the plot was very interesting but if i say anything i'll i'll Give stuff away, and I don't want to be a spoiler. What are you giving stuff away, Mom? It is a fictional tale that takes place in India in 1920s, loosely, extremely, extremely loosely based on India's fight for freedom from the British Empire. How is any of that a spoiler? Well, because you have the one fellow and... Uh, See, I, did I say anything about a one fellow or another fellow? Well, that's why I didn't want to say. <laughs> well, but I just gave the description of the film without spoiling it, didn't I? You did, but I See, can't. <laughs> you could have done that too. This is why you're only allowed to bake and eat cookies. This is why <laughs> even at the job where <laughs> I, I have to pay oh, to do no. a podcast... <laughs> But, but, you know, you follow two of the characters through many uh, adventures, shall we say. Okay? I don't know if I would say it was many adventures. Because it's all one story. It just takes a long period of time. They're fighting for one thing and one thing only, and that's their freedom. And they're trying to spur a revolution. That's it. It's one story. That's right. Yes, there are lots of different tales and things going on in said one story. Um, that slowly unravels like an onion as you go throughout the film. True. Well, that's why I didn't think about an onion. (laughs) But anyhow, yeah. A cabbage? Okay. (laughs) Sorry, folks, I do the best I can with what I am given. (laughs) I did not choose who my mother was, but yet at least she still does come on the podcast and express her insane opinions. Anyway, I think it was a really good movie, and um, I just think uh, the people who watched it in their own country really probably enjoyed it a lot. There. How much nudity was in it? No. Just bare chests. Did you enjoy that? Of course, I always do. Foul. You're foul. Yes, How dare you? That's it. True. No, no Jason Momoa, though, was it? Well, no. I will admit that, no. Well, did you find the young men attractive? Well, I always do. Mom? I dream of the good old days. <laughs> Oops. All right, we're going to stop there. Thank so you. So <laughs> there's no nudity. There's just bare chesticles. Mm-hmm. And you enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. What else would you like to add about RRR? Should should our three listeners take the time to watch a three-hour and seven-minute movie on Netflix? 
Yes, I think they should. I think you'll enjoy it. It it, it is long, lots of fighting battles, but it's still good, and you should watch it. There you go. Okay. Okay. Well, what cookies are you making this week, Ma? Oatmeal raisin. <sighs> no, that's what you made last week. You're making more oh. two in a row of oatmeal raisin. Yes, because I used a different recipe and it turned out better. So they don't taste as burnt. No, not as burnt. More raisins and nuts. <laughs> Mom, I'm pretty sure you have enough nuts in your cookies. Oh, definitely. I load it with nuts. All right. So how many oatmeal raisin cookies do you give RRR? I will give it four. Four out of five cookies. Yes. Okay. So are you looking forward to next week's film? Very much. What is next week's film? Okay. If I don't have, oh, John Wick. John Wick chapter four. Oh, is it four? Okay. Yes. Chapter four. And I, we all know you love your boy, Keanu Reeves. Yes, I do. So if you had to pick between Keanu Reeves and Jason Momoa, which one would you pick? Well, Momoa has a better build, I think. Well, because he's what a giant like me, but he's actually muscle mm. and not, um, uh, I'm trying to think of something descriptive. That's not too bad. <laughs> No. Uh, storage. He's all muscle instead of storage. He's really all muscle. Absolutely. And he's tall, and I like tall men, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, you Do you know how tall he is? No. <laughs> he's six foot four. <gasps> oh, my favorite height. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Very good. Well, there you go. This has turned into Ma Hinshaw <laughs> Loves Jason Momoa, episode number <laughs> Five, no, six. Episode six. Thank you for everybody for tuning in to hear my mom oogle over Jason Momoa. Jesus, mother. Bye. Enjoy the movie.